America is on fire. Learn the real source of the violence and riots on America's streets and the only way to solve this deadly crisis next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. Where are the riots in America leading us and leading this nation? Now, God uh, makes that very clear if you look at Bible prophecy. And if you want to know if there is a solution to this problem, well, God makes it very clear that there is a solution. There is a solution, and it all is going to end well in spite of man, but it's going to take a little time and some serious problems if we don't face these problems. Abraham Lincoln had to endure a civil war, a bloody, bloody civil war, and he uh, said to the people, of the United States that uh, we are in this civil war because we have forsaken God. And he said that uh, no nation divided against itself can stand. It just cannot stand. And they certainly, America had a certain measure of repentance at that time. Slavery uh, was uh, one of the greatest sins ever committed by a nation. And we have said that for many years. But the slaves were freed by Abraham Lincoln. He knew that that was a, a sin against God, and so he put an end to it. But of course, there are still racial problems today, as you well know. George Floyd was murdered by a, a policeman, white policeman, and. Uh, Really, uh, I think he, he sh this, that policeman should be charged with first-degree murder if that everything is as it appears, and I, I think that's pretty obvious from all of the video we have available. But why did Abraham Lincoln say that we had forsaken God? He brought the real sin into the picture. The problem is spiritual. It is spiritual. He said, we have forsaken God. Well, if, he, if the people had forsaken God then, how about today? Oh, it's far worse than it was in the days of Abraham Lincoln. God says there must always be one law in Israel, one law for everybody, for the, the Israelites and for the stranger, one law. For everybody. Now, that is God's view. And we need to bring God into the picture. We don't really talk very much about God in a way that's significant. We don't get into His Word, which is Jesus Christ in print, and you can prove that time and time again. I have done it for many years, over and over and over and over. And I know it's true. But Israel today, if you look at it prophetically, is comprised of two nations, America and the British peoples, along with uh, Britain, uh, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. This is uh, prophetic Israel and the one that God is talking about in these prophecies. They are the nations God is addressing. If you look at God's church, it is called spiritual Israel. 
and it's comprised of all races, and yet it is everybody is a part of Israel. Everybody is a part of spiritual Israel. Notice what it says in Isaiah 1 and verse 7. If you look at Isaiah 30 and verse 8, you'll see that this is a book for this end time. The book was written for this end time. Prophecy for this end time. Notice what it says in verse 7 of Isaiah 1, Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire, and your land strangers devoured in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Well, now what is wrong here? Something we've been prophesying that scripture for over 75 years. In prophesying what is going to happen here, this is advanced even beyond what you see in this country today. And God says it's going to get worse and worse unless we bring God into the picture. Nothing else is going to stop it but God. And we know we have people praying about these problems all the time, but are their prayers answered? Well, you certainly would want to question that, I think, if you look at what is happening. Burning cities today. Now, of course, we think when you look at the two sides politically, if we could view it that way, and this is not political, it's spiritual, but nevertheless, if you look at two parties fighting, let's say, a kind of civil war already, then uh, is one of those parties going to win? No, they're not. Neither one of them is going to win. God says, None of, nope, there isn't going to be a winner. He's going to uh, punish us His way, and that includes everybody in this nation if we don't look at our sins. That is what your Bible says in over a hundred prophecies. Now, God says we can deal with this, but look at what the world is saying. Here's an unheard, U-N-H-E-R-D, media outlet, and here's what they write about uh, COVID has exposed America as a failed state. The idea it can be considered a viable model of governance to follow is now patently absurd. As I sit typing this, troops are deployed on the streets of cities across the country, their Humvees still painted desert tan as looters smash and burn and ransack shops. It is surely impossible to view the U.S. at this point as anything other than a burning city on a hill. A burning city on a hill, not a shining city on a hill, as we have written about in the past and spoken about. And he concludes by saying, which evokes only desire for our own society to avoid its fate. So America is a burning city on a hill before the world, and the whole world is watching this, and they don't want a country like America. What is happening in this country? It is a spiritual problem, and if we don't look at it that way, we'll never, ever solve the problems. There's only one solution to this, 
and we've been prophesying it for over 75 years, that all these things are going to come to pass. It's all right there in your Bible in a, more than a hundred prophecies. Notice what uh, I wrote in 1992 about the Los Angeles police and uh, Rodney King having been beaten, and there were uh, more than 2,300 people injured, and 63 people were killed. And I wrote this, As the economy grows worse, the rioters are going to burn more and more because God's wrath is upon us. And God is far more wrathful toward the white people in Israel than He is with the black people. And that is because of what? Why would God hold the white people more accountable? Because they, this nation and British, the British people has, they have a history with God, a history with God, and God expects more of those Caucasians than He does of the people of color. Because of our history with God, that's not true of the people of color. They should have had an example of Israel in the past as a nation that they really never did get like they should have. So that hurt everybody, and God wasn't happy with Israel, so He punished them with a, with a foreign nation. And I continued here, the problems are going to intensify until our people repent of their many sins. The Los Angeles rioting is just a type of what is going to happen to the whole nation. Now, that was written nearly 30 years ago. How could I ever know that? How could I know? Well, it's right there in Bible prophecy. These things are going to continue to expand and intensify if we don't bring God into the picture. God says, well, we have spiritual problems. And have you looked at your Bible lately? Do you really know your Bible and what it says and what our sins are all about? But see, still, we have this deadly rioting, and it is going to take us more, more, and more in the direction of a certain disaster if we don't wake up and see that. God wants us to listen to Him. He doesn't want to see this happen to us. America and Britain are the two birthright nations. Given all these blessings we've had because of Abraham's obedience. And that's all explained in our book on the United States and Britain and prophecy. And you need to read and study that book if you don't have it. I hope you will write for it, and all of our literature is free. But here we have uh, the birthright nations who have not uh, taken those birthright promises and uh, and dealt with them as God wanted us to. Now we have to look at both sides of the picture here. There was a, a black man that went on a shooting spree in Texas, murdering five Dallas police officers about four years ago. So that, that was a, a horrendous crime, sin, certainly very, very spiritual, if you uh, and, and we're never going to solve our problems until we look at it that way. A week later, I wrote this years ago, but a week later, a man who posted a video glorifying what happened in Texas murdered three officers in Louisiana just a week after the five Dallas policemen were killed and seven more wounded. 
So in this uh, recent uh, tax, especially, it's getting more focused now on going after the police. Four policemen were shot in St. Louis. One uh, retired police chief was working for as a security guard for a corporation, and he was killed. Well, there have been a few that have died, a few policemen, but there was one policeman in Las Vegas that shot in the head, and as I, last I heard, he is fighting for his life. So we have to look at both sides of this. If we are going to be serving God and being blessed by God, if we just want to go and do this on our own, well, I can tell you what's going to happen, but look, there were 89 policemen killed last year in America. 89! So surely, do the, do, the, do the policemen have a case? That's a lot of policemen. What happens if our policemen are gone? What happens? Well, that means chaos and anarchy, and that, and, and that means everything just sort of falls apart. And I'll tell you, we have enemies out there, empire enemies, that have been waiting for decades and decades and decades for something like this to happen to America so they can destroy them. And we surely can see that. We have vicious enemies out there. And nobody in this country is going to be a winner in a civil war, I'll tell you that absolutely, and have all kinds of prophecies to back that up. See, only God knows the, uh, the outcome of all of this, and only God knows how to solve this problem and could solve it in a flash if we would just let Him, if we would go, if we would take these problems to Him. Man was never created to rule over man. That's what He told Adam and Eve, but they wouldn't listen to Him. And they wanted to go their own way and have their own governments, their own religion, their own education. You see, Abraham Lincoln often quoted the Bible, and he, he knew a lot about what was in that Bible. So would you say that America is being blessed today? Could we say, America's being blessed, and if they're not, why not? We sing, God bless America, and God wants us to be blessed. He has blessed us mightily in the past, and many of us have taken that, taken credit for that ourselves, but it was all God's doing. We were nobody before God started giving us that birthright blessing, and that certainly applies to the British Empire as well. But notice what it says in Amos 7 and verse 8. The last line says to Israel, well, get a plumb line and measure the destruction, but he says, I will not again pass by them anymore. I won't, I won't pass by them anymore. There have been a message going out for years and years and years, and God says, okay, He's, he's uh, postponed the bad news long enough. He's going to give us one more time to repent, and if we don't repent, it's going to become the worst suffering ever on this planet. 
And that's going to continue right on until the very second coming of Jesus Christ. All of these events are tied to the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's good news in spite of man, and it could be so much better. God wants to save us physically and spiritually, but if we're not spiritual, He isn't going to save us physically, and He's going to punish us because He's not happy with what we've done with all the blessings He's given us. Verse 9 says, And the high places of Isaac shall be desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste, and I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with a sword. He's talking about something without. If we don't hear what he has to say in this last warning he's giving us, he has given so many over the years. Certainly, different times he's warned us more intensely than others. But uh, if we fail to repent, well, what, what do, do the prophecies tell us that is going to happen? Well, we're going to be facing a sword, and that's not from within. God wants to save all of us, but let me tell you, there's a lot of sin going on in America, and He includes everybody in those sins. Everybody. And there is a great tribulation coming. It's a at the door already, and right after that will be the day of the Lord, and that will be a total of three and one-half years, and Jesus Christ is going to return at the conclusion of the day of the Lord. It is a day when God is going to destroy all military armaments and uh, military men and women. He's going to put an end to this forever. That will be rather quick if you think about this, but look, uh, we've got to listen to, to God's warnings. We've got to hear what He has to say. This, we're about to experience, believe it or not, the most wonderful time you could ever imagine, the wonderful world tomorrow when we'll no more ever have riots like you see today. There will be joy and peace and happiness for a thousand years and then on out into eternity forever. Do you believe God? He says in verse 10, The land is not able to bear all His words. Well, are we able to bear God's words? Are we able to listen to them? I have a responsibility, and any minister that's serving God has a responsibility to speak God's words. Anything else is going to fail utterly. There is a scripture over in Revelation 12 and verse 12 that says, Satan and his multitude of demons, millions of demons, have been cast to this earth and are confined to this earth, and they're behind all of this rioting and violence and uh, murder by the policemen are in both sides of this. God looks at both sides of it, and both sides certainly need to be heard. And we need to admit the sins that we have, or we're never going to solve these problems. And everybody is going to suffer as they've never suffered before if we don't wake up and hear what God has to say to us. Amos goes on to talk about how we're going to be facing worse problems, and it's so bad you probably would have a rough time believing it, but it says in Hebrews 10 and verse 31 that it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 
God has saved us in the past, in our past wars, but we've not, we're not going to win any more wars until we repent. And if we don't repent, we're not going to win any. We're not going to do it. I can tell you that just by looking at Bible prophecy. Now, God is going to resurrect everybody and give them a chance to, to really know Him. But uh, I tell you, there, there's a lot wrong here. Verse 1 of Isaiah 1, let me just read you the uh, introductory uh, verses here. The vision of Isaiah the son of Amos, which saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, hear, O heavens, give ear, O earth, for the Eternal has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children or sons, and they have rebelled against me. Well, who do you think he's talking about? I'll tell you who he's talking about. He's talking about us. We're included in this. And so was Britain. It's to all the nations of Israel. There are twelve of them, but specifically they're aimed at two in this context the birthright nations. And God says, Hear, O earth, and hear, O heavens, and the universe, the earth, this is going to happen. This is the God who created our minds and our bodies and our lives, and He created the universe. He, he is going to fulfill this. This is dual. It's for the nations and it's for God's own church that has also rebelled against Him, 95% of them. That's how bad this is. Israel had a very rough time in the past, and they're going to have the same problem in the future if they don't wake up. Notice what it says in verses 4 and 5, Ah, sinful nation, people laden with iniquity, or lawlessness, that's what it means, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have forsaken the Eternal. There it is again. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel. He is provoked unto anger, it says. Do you believe that God could be provoked unto anger and wrath? Many scriptures tell us that. And we better look at our history. They are gone away backward, he says. Why should you be stricken any more? You will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart is faint. Yes, Israel today is sick, and they are faint of heart, and they don't have the real courage that they need to deal with the problems they have to face. Notice again, verse 7, I'll read that to you. Again, your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire, and your land strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate and overthrown by strangers, or Gentiles, people of color, in, in the nation of Israel, here in the U.S. And God says there ought to be one law for everybody, and that is exactly what your Bible says repeatedly. But He says, I'm only going to save a little remnant. Just a little remnant, that's all. You can see, and let me just quickly read this, Isaiah 30 and verse 8, Now go, write it before them in a table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. That's Isaiah 30 and verse 8, and says this is all, this whole book of Isaiah is for this end time. 
And you want to look at uh, what Jesus Christ said in His own words three different times. He says that uh, if a kingdom is divided against itself, it's going to end up in desolation. He's going to see to that if it's Israel, because they ought to know better. We ought to know better. And the house divided against itself shall not stand. That's Matthew 12 and verse 25. Mark 3 and verse 25 says the same thing. The house divided against itself, that house cannot stand. These are Christ's own words. Verse 17 of Luke 11 says that divided kingdom is going to be brought to desolation. Do we believe Jesus Christ? If you look at Ezekiel 33 and verse 11, it says uh, that we've got to turn, turn, turn from our wicked ways. Why will you die, O Israel? God doesn't want that for Israel, for America and Britain and the rest of Israel. For that matter, verse 33 says, And when this comes to pass, lo, it will come, then shall they know that a prophet has been among them, and then they'll know it is God's own message. Who is going to prevail in all of this? Who is going to prevail? Only God is going to prevail, and you can stake your eternal life on that. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. America's deadly racial division was foretold in your Bible thousands of years ago, but the solutions are also available to anyone who will study the Bible with an open mind. Request Gerald Flurry's free booklet, Isaiah's End Time Vision, for an inspiring vision of the future, a time of everlasting peace, cooperation, prosperity, and joy. How will this war-torn world transform into such a blissful utopia? Learn the root cause of every human problem. Understand why human governments and solutions will never work and why we desperately need the perfect, loving government of God. Discover how the wonderful world tomorrow is linked directly to strong families. Also request Gerald Flurry's free booklet, Great Again. America will soon be great again, greater than it has ever been at any time in history. But at America's core today is a terminal sickness. For decades, there has been an all-out attack on America's founding, traditions, morals, and values. While the immediate future is bleak, God has a plan to bring real unity and greatness back to America. You will also receive two free reprint articles about America's recent history of race riots. Since the early 1990s, the Philadelphia Trumpet News Magazine has delivered accurate forecasts on America's race relations. How? by relying on the prophecies of the Holy Bible. Request a free Trumpet subscription to receive God's perspective on current events, international relations, social issues, finance, health, and so much more. The latest Trumpet issue focuses on the riots in America's cities. In these dangerous times, you can find the truth and what you can do to avoid the suffering that's coming. Get a free subscription to The Trumpet today. All our literature is available free of charge at no cost or obligation to you. Request Isaiah's End Time Vision, Great Again, two reprint articles about the race riots coming to America, and a trumpet subscription. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. The preceding program was a paid presentation of The Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.